Frank Sinatra said, the best revenge is massive success. John Wooden said, things work out best for those who make the best of how things work out. Ariana Huffington said, failure is not the opposite of success, it's part of success. Henry Ford said, the whole secret of a successful life is to find out what is one's destiny to do and then do it. Welcome to Make Shit Happen. This is episode number 160. My guest today is Yellow Pain. Yellow Pain is a young gentleman who is from Dayton, Ohio, a singer, a rapper, an entertainer. And I got to meet him and had great conversation with him. This was a great episode. He made a song about voting and that took him to the big stage, had him landed to Oprah's show and also Steve Harvey and many other platforms. Guys, this is a bright, bright gentleman and a bright future ahead of him. This, I love this episode and I hope you take it, you, you, you get to listen to this and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Without further ado, let's jump into this interview with Yellow Pain. Welcome to Make Shit Happen. My guest today is Yellow Pain. Yellow, What's thank you. On? Welcome to the show. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm excited. Hey man, I, sure. first of all, I gotta tell you, I gotta, I gotta give you some pops. You know, some props right there for reaching out to me the way you did on Instagram, man. And you know, <laughs> you got much more following than I do. You got much more, you know, footprint than than I do on um, on the internet on people that you know. But you know, the, you know, the way you reached out to me, man, I appreciate. It. And you know, that takes a lot. You know, from from someone to to say, hey, you know what? Let's meet up. Let's talk about some stuff and let's see what we can do. So, so I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah, most definitely, man. I love what you got going on here. Well, good, man. So, first of all, you know, there's a lot of people who follow your music and people who follow you. You know, they they probably know who you are, but there's a lot of people who might not know you. Mm -hmm. So, one thing I want to know is, I like the name Yellow Pain <laughs> with your hair yellow and everything. <laughs> I love it, man. How did you come up with that name, man? Um. So I, I changed my name to Yellow Pain probably, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago. And what I needed was a name that just really represented me, represented the type of music that I make. Mm -hmm. And yellow is a color that represents happiness mm -hmm. and pain that represents everything I've ever been through. So yellow pain together is a happy representation of my pain. Basically just mean to stay strong no matter what. Well, good, man. I, I listened to a couple of your songs, you know, before you came to the studio and, and, and so we can talk talk about it. And you talk about a lot of different things. Yeah. So, so tell me why. I mean, you're talking about, I saw something, you you broke down the legislation, <laughs> legislation real quick. <laughs> where, where did that come from, man? Well, that specific song, my cousin Desiree, she was running for Congress um, in the 10th District of Ohio. Uh -huh. And um, she told me, like, cuz, I think you should make a song about voting. And I shot it down, like, cuz, I, I don't really get into politics or nothing like that. But then when she broke it down to me and explained it to me, it was a wake-up moment. And I'm like, wow, so you mean to tell me that if we vote, we could change this, 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 and all of that is connected to our community directly? And once I once I woke up to it, I was like, it felt like an obligation to my community as a young black man. Like, why do I know this information now? Or why didn't I know this information? And how could I possess this and not share it with everybody else? So that's why I made that song. But more particularly, like, with the different messages and the different stuff I talk about, it's therapy, to be honest. Um, everything that I talk about is, is things that I have been through or somebody close to me has been through. And I just like to, you know, talk about things that a lot of people are afraid to. Well, 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 nice. Well, when you hit me up on on Instagram, I went, I you know, right away I went to your Instagram page and I yeah. saw you talk. You know, you talking to 
you know, kids in school and, yeah. and talking about, you know, uh, in the park. I mean, you know, getting people together, giving back, man. Mm. I mean, you know, I really, really liked it. But there was some of the stuff that I, I liked what you were talking about, you know, mm. uh, you know, talking about why, how, you know, it's not about buying those Jordans and buying those 200 or $300 shoes. Talk a little bit about that for me, if you don't mind, man. Yeah, so when I was younger, to be honest, I, I didn't have a lot, you know, and, that, and that's a typical story, you know what I mean? Um, but that's, you know, the reality of a lot of a lot of our communities, a lot of our, um, you know, our youth, and I want them to know that that stuff is not as important. You know, when I didn't have those things, I felt inadequate. I felt like um, less than somebody else that was next to me that had that. And um, going through that type of emotional uh, insecurity, it can make you do a lot of things drastically to get a pair of Jordans or to get a chain or to, you know, to fit in with, with everybody else. And I know I got friends that's locked up. I got friends that's dead. You know what I mean? I got friends that's uh on hard drugs and that's just you know my reality so with that being said i want to make sure that i don't let these kids coming up have that same type of outcome that same type of pathway and when i grew up it wasn't a lot of role models i'm from dayton ohio we don't have no celebrities there so i'm the, really the first celebrity that i know from dayton ohio like you know in the rap scene like that can directly influence these these kids so i got to make sure that i'm giving them what i could have used when i was young yeah, that, absolutely, sure. man. I mean, and that's you know, mad props to you for doing that. And Appreciate I mean, that's it. that's good. I mean, I you know, we need more people like that. And I always tell, I always tell people, you know, civil rights, you know, little guidance, you know, it can be if 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 a lot of athletes and a lot of celebrities they start doing that, I mean, they can change the world. Word. You know, I've been watching this uh, show, uh, Godfather of Harlem. You mm. know, I don't know if you if you've seen it or not, nah. man. I mean, it's listen. If people who are listening to me or you yeah. have not watched Godfather of Harlem, I mean it's a game changer. It's it's great, man. Forrest Whitaker in there is is absolutely on fire, man. And, uh, it's about it's a it's a this show about Bumpy Johnson uh -huh. back in the you know sixties and about the uh, social movement going about the movement going on about you know black people voting and how mm -hmm. the whites were you know discarding the votes of, of the blacks and wow. i mean you know and the, and the la and the latinos and and it's, it's it's a great show it's yeah it's about you know about the drugs and the movement and the mobs and and about kennedy being killed but but you know malcolm x is in there yeah. muhammad ali is in there you know when he was cashing clay and then he changed Yo, his name to muhammad what, ali people been telling me i need to watch that now that, now that you explaining yeah. the, like the the different people that's in it or like the different character representations yeah, yeah. a lot of people have been telling me to check that out so yeah. i'm gonna make sure i watch i mean you know the the song on it is is pretty nice man yeah. the, you got that uh uh i don't know it, it rick ross has a hook on it uh, uh I think it's Sway. I, I I can't remember the name, but I don't know who who is who is singing. It's really nice, but yeah, you got to watch that. And okay. I mean, you know, when you saying that you making that song about the about the legislation and everything, a lot of it kind of you know is is you know kind of mixes with it and everything. Mm. And and we talked about earlier before the before we started the show, yeah. we talked about how you know people always watch the movie Friday and yeah. what is the movie about. You mind sharing that with me, man? Yeah. Um. I was explaining my name, Yellow Pain. So, you know, when you look at the movie Friday, um, it's a lot of killing in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or you got yeah shooting in the movie. You got uh, you got uh, people selling drugs. You got um, extreme poverty, impoverished neighborhoods. You have uh, 
you know, crackheads. You know, what I mean, it's it's a lot of a lot of things that you would probably associate with negativity and bad. But when you watch the movie, nine times out of ten, you're watching a movie to laugh. Most people watch that movie for happiness, for joy, and that's really what my name is. It's like there's a lot of things that I have been through, or that I have seen that um that could represent me. But when you watch it, it's it's not for that. It's for joy. And that's really what Yellow Pain is all about. It's taking your pain and representing it in a way that can bring joy to somebody. Love it, man. Yeah. And, you know, most of the time, I, I watch that movie maybe 50 times. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay. And I never think about it like that. But when yeah. you said that, you know, it opens up your eyes. And, sure. and I mean, so... So yes, I mean you know I think it's our civil responsibility, you know, uh, you know, just to make sure that we tell people, hey, you know what, you know, but yeah, of course those those Jordans look good, but you know what do you got to do and don't go towards the wrong path mm -hmm. because that one wrong turn, you know, can can take you from, you know, one way to other. I mean you know, I've, they always show or, or I mean you know you probably hear all the time. Man, about a fifteen or sixteen or seventeen year old kid mm -hmm. made that wrong turn yeah. in life because they wanted that gold chain or they wanted that that those fancy shoes or exactly. Or those and fancy then, and I try to tell people like you don't gotta you don't gotta lose your swag or lose your character. Like you can still get the stuff, but just don't make it. Don't make your whole priority in life to keep up with that stuff. Like. <clears throat> Like some kids, they do have like where their parents to do whatever they can to get them a pair of Jordans. Like, they spend like two hundred and fifty dollars on a pair of shoes, and I'm like, if you really think about that, that's two hundred and fifty dollars on one pair of shoes. You give about two three weeks of wearing that consistently, they done with. Ask them, can I get that two hundred and fifty dollars, Mom? I really wanna, I really wanna get some T-shirts, and I really wanna, um, you put a something powerful on a T-shirt, uh, Black King or something, and you sell it to your friends for ten dollars a piece. You get fifty shirts, sell them for ten ten dollars a piece. Now you got uh. $500. Now you could go buy the Jordans and now you still got the 250 to go buy some more shirts. Yeah, but you, could, you know, you know, you know Yellow Pain, one thing yeah. that we, we, we live in this superficial world. Exactly. And I mean, you know, people, and I mean, you know, I'm not going to just blame the media. I'm not going to blame, you know, people who make this fake world or social media. Yeah. You know, that they only talk about 2% of their life and not talk about the 98% or yeah. talk about 5% of their life and not talk about 95%. But what it does is that, you know, kids or younger people, the younger generation, they're very, you can mold them. You can mm -hmm. mold their heads, their mind and stuff. And, I mean, that's why there's a lot of people nowadays, you you know, especially now more than ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, when I was growing up, it was only the Jordans, right? Yeah. Well, now it's the Louis and the Pradas. And yeah, the it's just getting more expensive. It's getting more and more expensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, those Gucci... Shoot, Gucci shoes—they're not cheap. Exactly, six, seven, eight hundred bucks. Exactly. Right? And and I mean, you know, I, I mean, it, I mean, it pains me, you know, mm -hmm. seeing what you know what people do and you know what uh, what what, is that, what are their priorities. But you know, if we need people like you who can tell people, hey, with the entrepreneurial mind, mm -hmm. get the two fifty and flip it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't do that because it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. And you know, us as a as a society or us as people. We run away from hard things, you know. <laughs> yeah. We like easy, yeah. you know. We we, we yeah. like something that will come right right to and, us. And that's because 
success is projected as easy you know um like you said even especially even with social media like you got people that just showing their life on the beach they just showing they're not showing the the hours that they're putting into uh marketing ads and e-commerce they're not showing the details of the, of the grind they're just only showing the lifestyle and people the glory yeah and, and kids buy into that and they think it's that easy and they want it that easy that fast and i mean think about it i mean you yeah. know you trying to come up over here how much hard work have you put in so far? Man, that's that's my life every day. Right. E- even being here, you know what I mean? Um, you know, reaching out when I reached out to you, I had a studio session pushed back and I'm like, "You know what? I found, you know, your podcast. I was like, it's super dope. Let's work." You know, that's yeah. what it's all about. You got to be in motion at all times. And 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 so sometimes people don't see it, right? Yeah. They might see I'm just going to say a name like of a, like Kanye West. Exactly. But they didn't see all the struggles Kanye went through. Man, they exactly. Just see, they just see the last way <laughs> that now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, or, or, or anybody. I mean, you know, I'm just saying Kanye, but yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, they might say, oh, man, Jay-Z is a billionaire today, but, you know, where he was at in the 80s or 90s, I mean, nobody wanted to work with Jay-Z, you know? Yeah, and exactly. I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, just, just things like that. People don't see the you know the process they just see the final results and like you know like like you said social media people always you know say that they, they take the picture of the beach mm-hmm. but they don't take the picture of the process mm-hmm. and that's what we i mean but we need to talk about it i mean you know as as people who make it or who become successful it's so it's so imperative you know that to talk about that it's not only about the glory days mm-hmm. it's about working there it's about the, the hard work uh, i read it somewhere um Success looked like it just happened automatically. Mm. It, it really is not. You know? Yeah, and I think even more so, like in entertainment, that's like really one of those places where it seems so easy. Because like, if somebody, if you hear that somebody is a lawyer, you like, oh yeah, they had to go through school. You 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 know the process. It's it's pretty easy. I'm not pretty easy to, pretty hard. but it's, I'm saying it's pretty easy to know what the process yeah. is relatively. You know that they had to go to college. You know that they had to pass the bar. You you kind of see the roadmap. As an entertainer, there's no roadmap for success. All you see is just famous people and you see that the things that they buy to you know engage with the audience so a lot of people think that entertainers are just people that just kind of come out of nowhere with just expensive things um so with entertainment i really think that people should start showing a little bit more the behind the scenes of that lifestyle because it's just just as if not harder than maintaining a job or, or doing something like becoming a i think becoming an entertainer is harder you know what I mean? With such a small window of people, it's harder than becoming a lawyer or a doctor. Like, this stuff is no roadmap. Nobody's telling you what to do. Nobody's giving you any blueprint. You just got to figure it out. That's difficult. That's difficult. You're right. Yeah. So what do you think about when entertainers do all that, when they floss all that stuff? Yeah. And the regular people, I mean, the the ninety the 98% or the 99% of the world is looking at them, mm-hmm. and they want that with no roadmap. I mean, do you think do you think the entertainers have much more responsibility? Do you think they shouldn't floss? You know, the the reason why I can't say that they shouldn't floss is for the simple fact that a couple things: one, they work for it, <laughs> um, but then two, um, that's part of why they are who they are. You know what I mean? Like, if you you might not believe that somebody that Quavo got a lot of money if Quavo don't got on a $1,000 chain. So um, it's in it's different lanes for different artists. But I just think that there should be more conversation around 
how hard how hard the work is to get there you know what mm-hmm. i mean and, and the fact that you shouldn't prioritize that stuff until you are in a financial position to do so okay yeah. so so tell me and and we're going to talk a lot more about this yeah but just a short term what is your short term goal my short term goal um short term goal uh next couple of years next couple of years yeah so i want to um put out some more music videos uh to be honest i don't really i I try to go day by day with my goals i don't really try to look too far ahead Mm -hmm. in the sense of so you like short-term goals basically six months to a year kind of thing that's where you look at you look even shorter than that the the world even shorter than that just because the world is ever evolving and to me um i just like to move um so if i got an idea like i'm i'm working on a book right now um around the voting system i'm just getting it done and then i'm on to the next thing you know i'm working on a learning course right now and i'm getting it done and i'm on to the next thing i'm working on the album right now and then it's on to the next thing i don't even want to try to say in five years i'm going to be no we'll see where i'm at in five years i'm working every single day but i want to express the importance to the youth so that as a kid when you're growing up you know hey when i get older i have to vote it's a mandatory thing it's not optional i have to if i want to have any chance at contributing to my community yeah that's you know that's important a lot of people don't understand that exactly especially the minorities right they don't think about they're like i don't know who this guy is i don't want to vote it's important that you get to know your candidate yeah because that candidate is going to change your you know how (laughs) your life is leading to Mm -hmm. where is it leading to um I, I don't I'm not I don't talk about politics a lot but but like you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are right now because I live in Texas so it kind of you know affects me a little bit and I'll yeah. talk about it if if it's okay with you a lot of people are moving from you know democratic state to to Texas mm-hmm. we're good in Texas mm-hmm. yeah you might not like it you might be you might your you know like your beliefs might be democratic your beliefs might be republic but there's a lot of people who are moving from democratic states such as New York, such as California. And why they're moving from he- there to, to Texas? Because they're running away from what has happened. A lot of taxes, you know, with, with COVID, everything was shut down because of, the, because of the stuff. Or wherever they're running from, wherever mm-hmm. they're coming from. What I want, you know, it's very important to get to know the system. Mm-hmm. And don't bring what you bring why you running away from <laughs> you know what i mean you know exactly and, and and i mean so all that starts with you know and i'm not i don't lean democratic i don't lean republic so right just to say that i'm very much in the middle i'm fiscally conservative because i'm a businessman right yeah and when you're in business you want to pay one there's always one goal pay as little taxes <laughs> as possible yeah. right but at the same time you know business people are are the driving engine you know we hire people we keep the economy going and all that stuff so sometimes, you know, when you are extreme left or you're extreme right, it kind of hurts people. Mm-hmm. It's very important. You know, we can't say we want to be Republican because our parents were Republican mm-hmm. or our grandfather were was Republican. Mm-hmm. Or we can't say, well, we want to be Democratic because my great-great-great-grandfather, everybody since that day was Democrat. Yeah. We, gotta, we got to know the system. We got to educate ourselves who our candidates are, who what they stand for. So I love what you're doing with that book, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah, like when it comes to Democratic or Republican with me, I'm with opportunity, opportunity for my people. 
Um, where the opportunity is is where my vote is and where I would recommend people to vote. Um, it's a part on my song, My Vote Don't Count, where I said, imagine life on the other side, roads better, schools better, everybody get their license back, grocery store food better, custody of your kids back, homeless people get new shelters. We're going to fix the U.S. We got to start with them two letters. Exactly. So um, issues like that, like who's who's going to fix that? Who's who's in Congress that has that in mind? You know, and those are the people that I want to vote for. I don't care about a red or a blue. I want to. I want opportunity for my and people. You know what you what you just said. Roads better, right? And yeah. I think I think I was talking to somebody the other day, and it's not only Congress or 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 Senate. You got to focus on the local level too. Exactly. I mean, Houston is the fourth largest city, about to be the third largest city in the country. Word. Right. Yeah. Probably one of the richest cities in the whole country. Mm. With the that. worst roads <laughs> ever, <laughs> the worst roads ever. I mean, yep. you know, I mean, our, I mean, the, if you go from, you know, from here to Dallas, yeah, okay, and Dallas don't is not as big as us, doesn't probably have as much money as us, yeah. But guess what? You look at it and you're like, oh my god, Smooth. that is so pretty. Yeah, and this is like, like freaking. Ugly, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm from Houston, so, so I mean, my, I mean, you know, my feelings are like, I just was in San Antonio last week. Uh -huh. I'm like, dang, it's so pretty over there. Mm -hmm. Everything is clean, nice, nice roads. You can go to the richest neighborhoods in Houston, the richest. When I say the richest, you can go to the richest. You, you driving down River Oaks, I mm -hmm. mean, these are billion. I mean, fifty million dollar home, thirty million dollar home, and the roads are all cracked and nasty and mm -hmm. and got potholes and everything. Yeah. Even 50 Cent, when he moved over here to Houston, he said, man, he never realized there's so many people, so many rich people in, 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 in Texas that has yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, he, tried to, he tried to bid on this bottle of wine, and he got outbid, and he was at 175000 Someone bought a bottle of wine for $235,000. That's crazy. Stupid money. People. I had to be thirsty. <laughs> right? Yeah. But our roads are messed up because the local government is messed up mm -hmm. because we don't vote on the belief and I, that's the problem with a lot of people mm -hmm. they vote because of the color of your skin yeah or what party you are exactly they don't believe they don't they don't vote for you know what are you going to do schools exactly. better you know uh your your roads are better your you know what what are you doing within the city so it's, it's very important man you're so you're right on uh, you know right on that i love i love what you, what the lyrics said right there appreciate it uh Tell me a little bit what you know. What do you what do you stand for? Like as a as a person, we get it that you're that you're that you want everyone to vote. What yeah. else? What else are some of your core beliefs? Um, I, one of my things is uh, no excuse. Um, and then my four words that I live by is strength, patience, willpower, and discipline. And I really think those last two are really the most important. Um, is willpower and discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I really try to. I try to promote that the most is just because a lot of the conditions that we are in, um, a lot of people are waiting to be motivated and it's like, yeah, motivation is good, but motivation lasts 24 to 72 hours. That burns away. After your motivation is gone, what do you have? If you waiting for the next time that you motivated mm -hmm. to become successful or to do what you need to do, you'll never win. You got to have discipline. You got to have willpower and you just got to keep going and keep going until it happens. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, you're right. Motivation la is temporary. temporary. Doesn't last forever. No. Uh, Zig Ziglar said, you know, motivation is just like bathing. 
You said you like you what? You gotta do it every day. You said like what? Like bathing, like taking oh, yeah. a shower. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. You gotta do it every day. Yeah. Otherwise, it won't last. So, exactly. So, so, so that's right. So, so again, one more time, repeat it for me. The four things you believe in: strength, strength, patience, patience, willpower, willpower, and discipline. And discipline. So, willpower yeah. and discipline is is great. I mean, it's yeah, it's important, man. Yeah. I mean, almost in every. Every you know everything. I mean you know yeah. you want to lose some weight. You better have some willpower when you see <laughs> yeah. that cake. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's that's my biggest. Boy, that's my biggest thing right there. Is, is what the sweets? Food, man. Food, oh yeah, yeah. man. Sweets. It's hard. Are, that, yeah. That's my that's my weakness. <laughs> yeah. You know. For sure. Um, tell me about strength. What what do you mean by strength? Strength is a. It's just emotional stability because yeah you want to have willpower and discipline but that's hard to tell somebody when their mom just died you know what i'm saying it's hard to tell somebody to be strong when you know they don't have no money whatsoever um but it's just really that 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 extra layer of skin that you just gotta really have and it's okay to break down it's okay to cry but you can't let everything go you can't just just throw it away you have to have some some type of toughness about yourself and that's that's where strength comes from oh i love that i love that man that's yeah. that's, that's awesome you, you say hey you know what you don't make short-term go you don't make goals your, your, your goals are pretty short because the world is ever evolving yeah right? but exactly. you got to have that long term i know yeah. you're looking five years down the road or 10 years down the road say hey that's where i want to be at mm -hmm. where do you want to be at in five ten years down the road you know what I try to tell people, um, especially the, the youth, is that your goals can't really be about you uh, or you will never get nowhere because it's easy to give up on yourself. It's easy to say, you know what, I'm tired, I got enough money, I'm cool. But um, I think my long-term goals really uh, are about my community. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. It's a poor city. It's not a lot going on. Mm. So I want to I wanna influence people from where I'm from and and encourage people to that and let them know that you can do more you can like what you see the city limits is not your limits you know what i mean it's the world is so much bigger i want to encourage people i want to help my family which i've already been doing but even to a bigger capacity generational wealth i want to you know i want to put those type of business principles and emotional strength principles in young people of color and even people not of color just but people of color in particular i want to influence and help people so those are my long-term goals and to do that music and um this stuff is a gateway to help people and bring people closer to god but um my long-term goals don't really consist of too much of where i see myself more so than when i where i see the state of my community and you know when i see people who have who, who want to do that kind of stuff yeah. i always want to know why what is their why yeah what is your why um you know pretty much like what i said like okay so i got a strong belief in god and um and i truly believe that my purpose on earth is to bring people closer to him because when this world is over i believe that we're supposed to be with god so um with that i want to bring people closer to god i want to help people um why they on on earth the quality of their life you know like that's yeah it needs to be better and um and really that's my why it's just and I and that and I know when you say stuff like this, it sounds cliche like world peace. But I come from nothing, you know. If I could have, if I could have had me 
to talk to me when I was younger, like the process would have been so much faster, so many less mistakes, so much easier. And I know it's people coming up behind me that's making some of the same mistakes I made. So let's let's try to let's try to cut that in half. Cut that in half. Yeah. Now I know I, I know I know you got you know if people are watching YouTube or they can go and or they can go on my Instagram and watch you. And you're on Instagram, right? Yeah. Well, yellow pain, Y E L L O pain yeah and and they can see man you know you got a lot of yellow you, you put a lot of yellow on <laughs> yeah. i see this black t-shirt you got and it says i'm still here because i did not give up exactly okay yeah. tell us tell us about that what, what, what do you mean by that okay so first off this is the uh name of my second album i'm still here because i didn't give up uh -huh. but even beyond that giving up in so many ways i've been you know suicidal i've been um emotional I, I was bullied when i was younger i dealt with a lot of that i was you know broke um i had a lot of you know people that are close to me turn it back on me and abandon me and um through all of those things um i could have gave up working you know when i wanted to go to sleep i would just you know how sometimes you just get so overwhelmed with the day you just like i'm gonna just go to sleep start over tomorrow um but i didn't give up on a day on my goals and because of that i'm still here and not mm -hmm. just i'm still here as i'm still alive but um my the whole entire me like like my strength i'm still here i'm i'm persevering and i know that that's because i didn't give up and i want other people to have that same type of strength so if you have a message out there for people say hey don't give up because i didn't give up what yeah. would it be and why not give up don't give up and the reason why i say don't give up is because you have to think about your life outside of you you know you have to think about you know when they, they say when you know when you, when you give up you you hurting the people around you more than you hurting yourself you know so and you may think nobody care about you, but then once once you're not here no more, it's somebody here that's hurt, that's hurt dramatically, you know. So so be strong um, for yourself. Show yourself that you can do it, um, and you can because I did it, and there's so many other people that have done it. But um, you want to just just be a just you want to be a vessel for the other people around you. Yeah, and, and you know when when people are suicidal, they might think that that's an easy way out, but. You know, right. giving up is easy, right? Yeah. But it's hard for your right for people you left behind. Exactly. You know, because it's it's not only you are gone; it's the whole thing they have to deal people with. People lose a piece of them when you. Yeah, when you're you right, go. man. So yeah. so yeah, that's that's good. So how so how many albums do you have out right now? I got um two albums and an EP called Yellow Is the New Black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yellow Is the New Black. Yeah. <laughs> you know, can, what what are the lyrics about on that? Yellow is the new black, man. It was just uh, me introducing myself to the world. You know, uh, last year I had a lot of a lot of uh, commercial success from daytime television. I was on Oprah, Steve Harvey, and um, and and black is you know it's like a cool color, and then it's like yellow. Like nah, this is this is the new cool. You know what I mean? I was just introducing myself to the world. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's nice. For sure. Uh, when you say black is the new yellow, I also I just thought about that that song black and yellow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> for sure. Uh, so, what were you on Oprah and Steve Harvey for? Um, for my vote don't count. Um, okay. Yeah, just and they so that you, that because because that song had put you on that national stage. Exactly. With Oprah. How yeah. was it, man? Being being in presence of Oprah. Man, that was. It was it was mind blowing, but more so than how great the opportunity was. It really showed me how necessary my message was with that it's like if i'm getting these type of people people's attention i know that what i'm talking about has to be heard 
So that song that uh, one I'm talking about the legislation, I saw that it has eight million hits on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know that's pretty big. I mean, how does that make you feel? It it feels amazing, you know. And the thing is, like, I got other videos with a lot of views, but it's more so about um, just being able to do what I did, which I'm I'm very happy about, is being able to simplify something that's so difficult and so that just fly over people's head to see people um engaging in, in something like politics which is something that i never would have prior to you know around the time that i made that song it's just it's beautiful to me. it's beautiful yeah so so i love steve harvey yeah. I, you know once in a while i mean you know when i when i feel like i need some motivation Same i listen to steve harvey right yeah and i mean you know like i kind of know his story i mean i've listened to it a hundred times um, he's probably probably one of my favorite after Les Brown. I like Les Brown a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. so if Harvey ever Steve Harvey ever listened to it. I'm sorry, Steve, but, <laughs> but you know, but but I, I love it. I mean, you know, Steve Harvey talk about he is 27 years old, never even heard of a comedy club. Yeah, right. That's and crazy. then all of a sudden, you know, he was writing jokes for somebody, mm -hmm. and then you know that was his life purpose or whatever. And just like that, you never know what your life purpose is mm -hmm. until you get exposed to it. Exactly. I mean, is that something like that came in your life, man? Is that voting thing was one of the things that you might you might think about? Yeah, that's that's like that's the same type of thing. Like you don't necessarily know what your purpose is. What you do is you follow your passion, and then your purpose just your purpose it, it shows itself. It exposes know? itself. It exposes right? itself exactly. Yeah, that's you know? good. I love it, man. Tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit. If if you would if you would to say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna redo everything, and so I I don't make these mistakes on the way. Is there any mistake that just stands out to you, man? You're like, I wish I would have done this. I wish uh, I would have done this differently. Definitely not. You know, for me particularly, everything that I have been through has made me who I am and able to you know like it, it's experiences you know you go through these these crazy experiences these different situations and, and, and though you regret it at the moment when you are able to tell somebody else like hey don't do that I did that and this is the result of that you know it's 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 you can wear it you know so yeah. I'm I'm okay with everything I ever did so you, you you're okay with it whatever mistakes you made yeah oh, for sure shoot, that's okay you you made your peace with it <laughs> yeah I made my peace with Cause, it because it, it makes you it makes you the person who you are today amen so so you're in so you're in Houston you mm -hmm. know I'm, I'm sure you're not in Houston by accident <laughs> nah. can you tell us what you're here for or you, you can't discuss that too much I can't discuss it too much, but I'm working on an EP with a with a phenomenal producer right okay. now. Okay, yeah. big time producer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's about to be crazy. Just, it's about to be crazy. Just tune yeah. in and be ready for it. It's so on just, the way. Just follow you and, yeah. and see what you've been up to, huh? Exactly. How can they find you? Yellow Pain, Y E L L O P A I N. Yellow Pain. Where do you where, where do you park that most of the time? Is it is it mostly on Twitter? Is it on Instagram? Everywhere. It's spelled the same way on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, when I made my name, I had to make sure. Like, let me make sure there ain't no parts of this taken because I don't want to be having no underscores, no extra. Yellow Pain everywhere, just like that. But Y E L L O. Yep, yellow, no W. Yeah, Yellow Pain, no W. Exactly. Right? And so you you are everywhere. Yeah. Now let me ask you. You know, when people get like, you know, they get a big following, they get a good a big footprint, mm. you know, they start getting a lot of spams, a lot of messages. Uh, okay. But sometimes, you know, some people, they, they answer their fans' messages, some some don't. What, what, where, what category are you in? 
I res- do, you, do you do you like to respond a, a little bit? I respond to everybody, and um, I tell you why. So, when I first started off, um, I used to I used to spam people in the uh, inboxes um, uh-huh. when I was like when I maybe had like a few hundred followers. And I'd be like, "Hey, I got a hot new song. Please listen to it. Please share it." And then I and then like I DM like a thousand people. Then maybe like. 50 people would hit me back like, yeah, I got you. But then out of the 50 people, like two or three people would actually do it. So them two or three people, I used to appreciate them so much. Uh-huh. And now I got to make sure I keep that same level of appreciation that I have for those three people for everybody that's doing it now. So whether it's hundreds or thousands, as many people as I can respond to, I try to because they don't have to. They don't have to be there. Yeah. Um you know, you ever listen to Gary Vee? You know who that is? Yeah. Okay, so sure. Gary Vee, he always talks about it, right? Yeah. He says, he said, well, he said, what's wrong with you? You're 20 years old, 20 years old. DM 100 people, DM 1,000 people. Yeah. So, so you took that, you, you did the same thing. Did you did you do it because you heard it from somebody or you just did it because that's what you wanted to, that, you thought? Hunger. I think hunger. Gary Vee embodies hunger. He was hungry and that's why he can tell you how to be hungry. That's what, yeah. that, that's all that is. That's good, man. Yeah. You know what? Shoot, that's. You know, can't be mad at you for doing that, man. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And you know, I always tell people, you know, I'm, I love selling. I'm, I'm in sales. I, yeah. I build my business by selling. And I tell people it's all a percentage game. Mm. How many people you hit, right? Yeah. In sales, it's always like, a, you know, I, I grew up selling. Uh, you know, I was selling long distance, and I always tell people the more people you talk to, mm. the more people are gonna gonna listen to you. The, the more people you are going to listen to, you're going to have a big chance of getting into them. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's the it's the ratio, just like you said, mm-hmm. DM, right? Mm-hmm. You talk to 100 people, you might have 30 or 40 mm-hmm. that will pay attention to you. Exactly. Out of those 30 and 40, they'll pay attention to you. Maybe 8 or 10 will let you go more into that. Mm-hmm. And out of the 8 or 10, you might get two, three people that you might <laughs> yeah. sell to. Exactly. You've got to hit those 100 people up first. Yeah, That's what a lot of people don't do. They don't hit those 100 people. Yeah. They get, they get, you know they they get discouraged after the first ten or twelve. Yeah, especially and, when you get when you get responses and it's like, no, leave me alone. Leave me you know alone. I mean? <laughs> and 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 like like I tell you know I, uh, the other day I was talking to some of my salespeople and I'm like, what's the hardest thing you can do when you make phone calls trying to get people back in, you know, for a sale or something like that? And and I already know the answer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I don't know. And people, um, they're like, well, we don't know. I'm like, the hardest thing to me is for someone to answer the phone. If I call ten people, mm-hmm. I'd rather hear three no's yeah. than no no answer. Yeah, okay? exactly. The no answer is what puts me down. So so you know, I'm sure you're the same way. When you are hitting a hundred people on DM, mm-hmm. when you're DMing a hundred people, mm-hmm. you'd rather hear, Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so you have something no answer, to work with. Then yeah. you have something to work with. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that hey, you know, that's that's good, man. So you know, a lot of people I wish a lot of people can do that. So, so you are one of those guys who's still hitting people up, give, giving it back. And so, so yeah. I know you, you know, when I saw your videos on YouTube and uh, I mean on, on Instagram mm. and I asked you why you do that, you say you want to give back. Mm. Why? Why giving back is such a big thing. I just want people to have somebody, you know, giving back is, is man, I, I really could have used some some encouragement you know what i mean like i really when i was coming up i really could have used some encouragement i really could have used somebody to like a celebrity to respond to me or somebody to say yo this is dope or thank you i appreciate that type of encouragement that type like 
even the kids not having somebody to give that and you never know what people are going through like yeah. some kids really don't have like I, I actually had parents some kids don't have nothing and just having somebody to to look at them in their face and say yo you can be great what you want to do you want to play basketball bro you could be the greatest basketball player in the world you want to do what you want to draw drop me a picture man you crazy you phenomenal somebody hearing that as a kid the, the type of stuff that you put in their minds man they live with that forever stick forever so if i can if i can talk to a kid and give them that type of forever motivation then i will you tell a kid bro you bad you know what i'm saying like get them bad kids out of that stick with them forever so it's like what you say to a, a kid or to somebody young or to somebody that need to hear something positive what you say to them sometimes that stick forever so i try to make sure i'm a positive influence yeah that's i, yeah. I love that man what what is like one of the best thing like if you have to share like you know like you did like you went to a to a school or park or or a get together and mm -hmm. they let you talk is there something you can share with us like you're like man you know when i said that that was epic mm -hmm. i wish i could have done that again is there something you can share with us um let me think because um, I, i talk to people every day you know with that type of stuff um You know, one thing that I, that I just really like is is when a kid has the, um, specifically a kid has the the courage to actually tell me what's going on. Uh -huh. um, and they say, like, something like, hey, nobody believes in me. Um, they pick on me. They laugh at me. And um, when I was that age, I didn't even have the courage to say that to somebody. I didn't have the courage to to. Uh, agree with the fact that that was happening. You know, you live in disbelief. Uh -huh. Like, nah, you know, you you want to forget about it. But some of these kids, like, they're t they'll tell me, like, like yo, people are picking on me, and I don't know what to do. So when I'm able to talk to those kids, um, and and I'm able to tell them, like, hey, listen, you already winning just by just by you telling me that that type of courage and that type of bravery, you already winning. You already ten steps ahead of the game because you admitting your shortcomings a lot of people don't do that they hide them and mask them so when i tell a kid that i think that's one of the things that i really um that i really want everybody to know oh i love it yeah and, and you have the inspirational thing on your uh, instagram mm -hmm. facebook and all that stuff yeah you, you do like little clips or whatever mm -hmm. so if someone calls you and say hey you know uh yellow i just want you to you know, say something, uh, this is going on, and they hit you on Instagram or something like that, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll reach back out to them. As sometimes when I can. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But how, what, is, what does your work schedule look like? I mean, you know, you're out there grinding, you say you want to you get up and do things, like in a, like in a week, what, how much time are you putting out there, like, you know, on your, on your work, on your albums, on your, you know, yeah. I, you I, I'm up at 5 a.m. every day. That's part of my routine. And as uh -huh. um, soon as I wake up, I pray. And then, I, you know, I start working. Rather, um, whatever's on my schedule, rather it's writing music, rather it's doing something, event, et cetera, creating content. So um, I'm up at 5. I make sure I'm up at 5. I make sure I read my Bible at 2. And then um, if I don't have nothing to do, I try to go to sleep around maybe 12. But that little five-hour window I sleep, everything else is Yeah, because, I mean, like tonight motion. will yeah. be one of the days that you might you might end up, it'll be, it'll be late. You'll be up yeah, late. I'm not going to sleep working. tonight. Yeah, I'm in the studio. You're in the studio tonight? Like, yeah. I, so you had told me that you, you're probably going to the studio tonight at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Tonight might be one of those long yeah, days. Yeah, it, it's going to be one of them long because I got I to gotta fly out in the morning. What time are you leaving? Uh, 
the flight leave at 7 a.m. Oh, so okay. I mean, yeah, I gotta. You gonna, you gonna be you're yeah. long. So so you're just here for a couple of like couple of days. Yeah, I've been here for a couple of days. Awesome, man. That's good. Hey, man, I wish you, I wish you nothing but success. I hope you know you, you know when you're a big timer. Check check in with us again, man. One more time, and I want to respect your time. We can probably talk about it for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. But before I end this, you know, to, you know, we are getting to that uh, that window where we end our, our our episodes. We keep them for so long. Mm-hmm. Before we end it, I ask everybody this. Let's say today is the end of the world. You ended up today is the end of your time. You ended up living a hundred years old, had a bunch of kids, grandkids, mm-hmm. everything, and they come to you and say, "Hey, yellow, unfortunately, everything." that you have produced, wrote, made videos, or did podcasts and YouTube, got to go with you. But here goes a pen and a paper. Ooh. And write three things down for us ah. that you want to leave <laughs> to the rest of the world, yeah. your future generation, three things. There's uh. going to be three, your three truces, your, tr- three uh. truces, your three guides to greatness, three ways to live life, three things. That's what you allow. Paper and a pen, everything goes with you. All right. Trust God. So number one is trust God. Number one. Elaborate, if you don't mind. Give me a little bit about that. Um, Trust God. A lot of people think that, well, this is more so my belief, but um, if you believe in God, if you you walk with God, a lot of people um, think that what they do, the the amount of work that they put in it, you know, that's like the key to happiness or, you know, et cetera. But it's a lot of times you can, you, you can do everything you can do. And then God does the rest, you know, like you do everything you can do. You give it all, you put all this work in and then, um, and then God does the rest. And sometimes when you put in this work in, or you, um, trying to fix rather it's a relationship or rather it's, um, anything, um, there's are there are moments of discouragement where you feel like I don't know what else to do, and then in those moments, that's where God shows up, and you gotta trust Him. You can't give up. You can't run away from things because in those moments where you did everything you can, that's where God He He show off. Yeah. So you and gotta he trust you him. that He's the greatest. Huh? Exactly. Number two, trust God. Um. see we got three things and that's it my legacy is gone (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy Uh, trust god Um, i say I love it when I put people on the spot. Yeah, yeah, you you got you got me on that one because you know it's like this the this the end like you know this is all I'm, I'm leaving I'm leaving people with trust God because you know I think that's the best answer right there just because you know he got the rest of the answers but um I would say I would still I would still stick with with um with willpower and discipline as the as the last two okay so Will. so trust God willpower. And discipline, yeah. or willpower two and discipline three. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Elaborate just a little bit more again, one more time. Yeah, so willpower, um, 
Because God will do everything um, you can't do, but you have to do everything that you can do. You know what I mean? And I heard a, a pastor, I think it was Mike Todd, say that. And uh, it's, so, it's so true. Um, but you have to do. We we are created to work like we're you know so life is going to get hard it's going to get get frustrating but you have to have that willpower you have to yeah. discipline and then discipline it's, it's it's very similar to willpower but um even when you don't have the willpower it's just it's just a continuation discipline is that one thing to where the word is 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 trash it's like it's it's the one thing that sounds boring but it's literally you you're a robot in your life in a sense you are a, ma- a machine you constantly do what you're supposed to do and that's what discipline is uh cutting out distractions um not uh when you know you're not supposed to do something you got to remind yourself i'm not supposed to do that when you know you're supposed to do something you got to remind yourself i'm supposed to do that and you got to be on a hamster wheel and, and just consistently grinding at that thing and then um then things will work out and keep discipline in mind yeah. hey last question before i end this what yeah. is your definition of humility what do you and and do you think is humility important do you think you have to stay humble it doesn't matter how much how many records you sell how much money has have you made is humility important is being humble important or is it something that you're like hey you know what i made it so i'm gonna show it <laughs> to the world i'm the greatest not any everything can be snatched away from you in a moment and then everything that you said you you stuck with you stuck with everything you said you got to live with that humility you have to have and then even bigger than that who are you really you know what i mean um who are you really um it's after you die a, a million years after you die everything that you were so proud about is no longer so you know just realize that you are no better than the next person humility is is extremely important i encourage everybody to have that Awesome, man. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Thank you for making the time. Thank you for you coming over know. here. Thank you for showing up, brother. For Thank sure. you so much. This was good. This was dope. This I loved it. Thank you. And and and, and you're on fire. And I, I wish you much more success. And I hope I see bigger things coming out of you. And hopefully you accept my invitation when you when you go worldwide. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll be back. I appreciate you. All right, my man. You Thank you. It. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share this with somebody you need to listen or who needs to listen to this. Share it with uh, with your friends, your coworkers. Start a group conversation. Thank you for supporting Make Shit Happen podcast. Now let's go out there and make shit happen. Voted for Obama back in 2012. I remember that's when I had hope. He was saying, yes, we can. Everybody got less food stamps. And when I turned 21, I was still broke. I'd never vote again.